Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Praise the Lord, Mount Calvary. Hallelujah. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord one more time and be in your house. The Lord is, can be in your house. So to be in the house of the Lord one more time. He's an awesome God. He's a faithful God. And we give him all the glory, all the praise because he's wonderful. He's awesome. He's powerful. And there's nobody like our king. Um, this morning's scripture, we're coming from Psalms 34 in the King James Version. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Verse three is my favorite one. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. So that means we gotta do it together. We might not be in the same place, but we gotta do it together. It's a, it's a teamwork thing. And let us exalt his name together. Let us exalt his name together. Dear only Father, we've come right now to exalt your name. Dear Lord, we come with the one focus, with one goal, is to magnify your name. God, your name is already big in the earth. But Lord, we've come to declare your name is bigger than any situation, any problem, any frustration, any anger, any sickness, any anything. Lord, your, your name is so much bigger than that, dear Lord. We thank you right now for being faithful. We thank you, Lord, for, for being kind. We thank you, Lord, for being righteous. We thank you, Lord, for being just in all of your ways. God, you're perfect. You are without blemish. You are holy, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Lord, for this day. You knew this day before it was uh, even formed. For we even knew about it, God. You knew about it. So, Lord, come into this service. God, have your way. Have your way, have your way, and have your way even more, dear Lord. Remove every agenda, every plan out of the way so you can get the glory to Heavenly Father. Be in this service. In your name we pray. Amen. We sing hallelujah to the King of Kings. We sing hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. He's an awesome God. He's a righteous king. I keep saying that. He's an awesome God. He's a righteous king. There's nobody like our Savior. He's seated high and lifted up. That's what the scripture said in Isaiah. He's seated high and lifted up. And his train has filled the temple. He's seated high and lifted up. And his train has filled the temple. His train fills the temple. That means he is, uh, he's never lost a battle. That's what that means. He's the undefeated champion. He is the ultimate avenger. And we give his name all the glory, all the honor, all of the praise. And we sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We say hallelujah to the King of Kings. We say hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. We say hallelujah to the faithful one, to the holy one, to the awesome one, to the righteous one, to the healer. We say hallelujah to the healer. Lord, come and heal our land right now in the name of Jesus. Only you can do it, Jesus. So my soul will sing hallelujah. I will make a conscious decision to make my soul say hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, sing hallelujah, oh my soul, sing, sing hallelujah, oh my soul, sing, sing.
sing hallelujah oh my soul will sing hallelujah hallelujah sing hallelujah oh my soul will sing
protect you. He's able to cover you. Even in this time, he is still able. Hallelujah. He's still able. Hallelujah. According to the power that worketh in you, you Cause God is able to do just what he said he would do. Do you believe that today? He's gonna fulfill every promise. on God because he won't give up on you say yes he is oh if you believe that I need you to shout it at home say he's able come on say it with your whole heart think about what he's done come on let's say it together come on say say God is God is able to just what he said he said he would do
praise. Come on, can we take a few seconds just to worship him? Come on, give our God a praise. Hold on to his word. Hold on to his hand. His unchanging hand. Hey, hold on to his hand. His unchanging hand. Come on, give him praise. Keep on holding on. Hallelujah. Keep on holding on. Yeah. Hallelujah. the name of our God. We serve a God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think or even imagine. What a mighty God we serve. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus the Christ. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ and has seated us in those heavenly places right where those spiritual blessings are. We are grateful to God that he has allowed us to be together again even if only virtually. We're grateful for the technology that allows us to be together at this time. We apologize for running a little behind today. We had a couple of technical difficulties that we had to work out, uh, but we are grateful to be here now. Acts chapter 6 is where we are headed back to today. We've been in Acts chapter 6 for a couple of weeks. We're grateful to Deacon Myron Sandifer, who was our guest last week as we kind of talked through uh, what deaconhood at Mount Calvary looks like. But today we want to continue on just one verse of scripture from Acts chapter 6 at verse 8. And here is how it reads from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Acts chapter 6 verse 8 from the New International Version of the Scriptures. I want to, to preach for just a little bit from the subject, keep serving, keep serving. We have seen great things happening since the birth of the church over in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost fell on all those that were gathered there in the upper room. The church of God has been growing and we saw earlier in this chapter that the church was experiencing some growing pains. Y'all give me just a few minutes. I won't be before you long. There was a section of them, the Greek speaking widows who were being overlooked in the daily ministration of food. You remember 
they were in such community, in such unity with one another that there was nobody who had a need that went unmet. So much so that there were people who were selling their own possessions and bringing the money to the apostles for distribution to those who were in need. Well, for some reason, these Greek-speaking widows were being overlooked when they were passing out the food every day. And they started murmuring about it. Word got back to the apostles and they said, listen, we need to be praying and ministering the word of God. If we're passing out the food and trying to make sure that nobody is overlooked, we won't have time to do what we're called to do. So they told the congregation, they said, look, y'all go search out among you, find seven men who have a good reputation, who are full of the Holy Ghost and full of wisdom so that the apostles can lay hands on them and appoint them to make sure that nobody in this congregation is overlooked and so that's what they do they go and they find seven men Stephen and Philip uh, and Prochorus and Nicanor and Timon and uh, Parmenas and Nicholas and verse 7 says that as a result of them going and find seven men that the apostles can point or, uh, can appoint over that business as a result of getting those seven godly men to serve in their place, as a result of having Holy Ghost-filled men serving in the church, as a result of having wise men with a good reputation to make sure that nobody was overlooked while the apostles continued to give themselves to prayer and ministry of the word, as a result of everybody serving in the place that they were called to serve in, here's what the Bible says, the word spread, the church grew, and even a large number of the priests became obedient to the faith. Did you hear that? When everybody was serving in the place they were called to, when everybody was doing what they were supposed to do, the deacons were leading by serving, and the apostles were serving by leading. Nobody was overlooked prayers were being lifted the word was being preached and the church grew God gave the increase and then by the time you get to verse 8 where we are today we are told a little more about Deacon Stephen known as the first martyr of the church the first one since the birth of the church a few chapters earlier who would lose his life as a result of serving the Lord Jesus Christ now that's that's a whole sermon in itself. Would that we love the gospel so much. Would that we were so devoted to the kingdom that we would be willing to lay down our very lives for it. There is so much that could be said about the death of Stephen. But I want to focus in on what happens before he is stoned to death at the end of the chapter, at the end of the next chapter. We know a little about Stephen based on what Luke left us here in the book of Acts. He's not on the scene long, Deacon Stephen. He makes a great impact in the short time we see him, though. We're introduced to him in verse 5 of chapter 6, and by the end of chapter 7, he's gone. But in that short time, we learn some things about Stephen, which, if we let them, will teach us a few things about serving. Now, I won't be long today. I'm telling you right now, don't blink. 
or you're going to miss it. I don't have much to say, but I do want to speak for a little while from the subject, keep serving. Keep serving. Since Stephen was one of the men chosen by the congregation to serve the Greek widows, we know at least that he was full of the spirit and full of wisdom. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought him to the apostles in the first place. We also know, according to verse 5, that he was full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. Then verse 8 tells us that he was full of God's grace and power. You got to see this man, this, this man who is serving tables, who is a deacon in the Lord's church, full of the Spirit, full of wisdom, full of faith, full of God's favor, and full of power, but he keeps on serving. Serving the widows, passing out food, making sure that everybody gets fed. As a matter of fact, the Bible says he performed great wonders and signs. Now, we're not told what wonders and signs he performed, but we know that miracles are happening through him. And you know what he's doing? He's still serving. When there are other references to wonders and signs being done in the Bible, we know that it's miracles of healing, miracles of provision, miracles of deliverance. Whatever Stephen is doing, it's classified in this same miraculous category. But while he's doing it, he's doing what he's been assigned to do, serving tables. And the Bible said he was doing it among the people. He stayed where he was planted. May I just point out a few things that I don't see here in the text and then, and then you can go and have your Sunday dinner. Let me just point out a couple of things that I don't see in the text. First of all, there is no indication that Deacon Stephen ever stopped serving the widows in order to perform wonders and signs. While God is using him to do the miraculous, he's still humble enough to do the mundane. He never gets too big to serve. He doesn't have to stop waiting tables in order to start performing wonders and signs. For us, let God use us one time and we can't even carry our own water, let alone somebody else's. God have mercy. All I'm trying to tell you is keep serving. Don't get too big to serve. Also, notice that Deacon Stephen didn't have to get elevated to another office in order to do what God put in him. There is no record of Deacon Stephen ever becoming Reverend Stephen or Pastor Stephen or Apostle Stephen or Bishop Stephen or Archbishop Stephen. As a matter of fact, the Bible doesn't even call him Deacon Stephen. I'm the one who put that handle on him. The Bible just calls him Stephen. He's just a man who's full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom, full of faith, full of grace, full of power, and while he's serving tables, he's performing wonders and signs using the gifts God gave him right where he is among the people. He doesn't need a robe. He doesn't need a microphone. He doesn't need anybody carrying his Bible or towel. He just keeps serving. He keeps on doing what he's been assigned to do, and God is using him right where he is. No fanfare, no elevation, just serving. 
service. No license to preach, no platform, no stage. He doesn't start Deacon Stephen Ministries. He's just waiting tables because that's what the apostles laid hands on him to do. But while he's waiting tables, while he's serving in a seemingly menial task, God is giving him opportunity. Serving these tables gives him the opportunity to get close enough to the people he's serving to see their need. And the faith he has in God, coupled with the grace and power that he has from God, results in wonders and signs among the people. He's just performing miracles for God's glory right where he is. There's, listen, there's not even any evidence that the apostles recognized or sanctioned what he was doing. He just kept serving. He didn't try to go off and start his own congregation. He kept serving. And God kept working miracles among the people. What's your point, Pastor? Here it is, and this is the only point I got today. I don't know what God has called you to do. I am not aware of everything that God has purposed for you. But this I know. Right where you are, right among the people you serve, right in your own seemingly menial task, right in your own family, right on your own job, right among the people in your circle, you can be a conduit for God's miracle working power. If you'll just keep serving, even if there is no fanfare, no title, no elevation, no robe, no armor bearer, no pulpit, no lights, no camera, not even any recognition, just keep serving. You, I'm reminded of what Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 4, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Each of you, King James Version says, every man, that is everybody without exception. There are no giftless people. The key is find your gift, find whatever gifts you have received, whatever gifts. It is significant because we don't all have the same gift, right? There are diversities of gifts. First Corinthians chapter 12, same spirit, uh, differences, distinctions, different distributions to different persons of gift. And there are differences of administrations in gifts, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operation, but the same God. Here's my point. Whatever gift you've been given, use it. It's a gift. Every good and perfect gift comes from above the Father of lights. You have something to offer. Old people, that's you. Young people, that's you. Educated, uneducated, that's you. Popular people, outcasts, walking people, 
rolling people, extroverts, introverts, men, women, mature saints, brand new saints, loud people, soft-spoken people. Everybody should use what you've been given right where you are. And I've come today with the simple message that if you will keep on serving where God placed you, if you will be faithful to your commission, then God will use you right where you are to perform miracles in your midst. The Bible says it like this, Matthew chapter 5, let your light so shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I'm telling you, God will work miracles right where you are through you if you keep serving and stay available. Stephen, when he ran across people's needs, he didn't have to go run and find one of the apostles. He didn't have to tell people, wait, let me go get pastor to pray for you. No, God used him right where he was. And just like Stephen, you have faith, you have his spirit, you have his favor, you have his power. So keep serving where you are and watch God work. If you'll serve where you are, he'll use you to work signs and wonders for his glory. If your assignment is passing out food, let the Lord use you while you're passing out food. If your assignment is sweeping the floor, let the Lord use you while you sweep the floor. If your assignment is to answer the phone, then let God use you while you answer the phone. If your assignment is to drive the van, let him use you while you drive. If your assignment is to teach, let him use you while you teach. Let me let me just give you one example. Uh, Y'all remember Mary uh, Bethune, don't you? Uh, born a, the daughter of former slaves, born in 1875. By the age of nine, she was picking more than 200 pounds of cotton per day on the land that used to belong to the, 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 the man who owned her mother. She managed to get through school in North Carolina, then came up to Chicago to Dwight Moody's school because she wanted to become a missionary, but no church would sponsor her as a missionary. So she went back to South Carolina where she was born and decided that she was going to teach because she was born to teach. She was born for education. She had a dollar and fifty cents and started a school with a dollar and fifty cents and used old crates for desks and started the Daytona Beach uh, Literary and Industrial School for training Negro girls. Eventually it merged with a boys school that was called the Cookman Institute and it, it, it eventually became Bethune Cookman College. Found, she founded the National Council of Negro Women in 1935, founded the United Negro College Fund in 1944. All I'm trying to tell you is, if you'll serve him, he'll use you. That's, that's really all that worship is, and I'm I'm done. I, I really just came to tell you that. That's all that worship is. It's just serving. True, I've told you before, true worship is just reporting for duty. Worship God good things, so he just ought to be not all secret for him since God since he has blessed us 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus we ought to keep on serving him since he has kept us from all hurt, harm, and danger we ought to keep on serving him since he foreknew us and since he predestinated us and called us and justified us we ought to keep on serving him since I came to Jesus as I was really wounded and sad but I found in him a resting place and he has made me glad I'll keep serving him since he let me lie down and sleep and see the dawn of a new day I'll keep serving him since my sheets were not my winding sheets since my bed was not my cooling board I'll keep serving since he's been a doctor in a sick room since he's been my lawyer in a courtroom since he's been a friend that sticks closer than any brother since he's my savior my healer my deliverer my way maker my strong tower my provider my shepherd my defender my burden bearer my heavy load sharer my strong tower my mountain mover my peace my keeper my all I'll keep serving since he lived a sinless life since he died a sinner's death but on the third day morning he rose with all power in his hand since he went back to the father and sent the Holy Ghost and gave us power to live the witness since he's coming back to receive his own I'll keep serving I'll serve him if I have to serve alone I'll serve him if nobody understands I'll serve him if nobody knows my name I'll serve him if I never get a paycheck I'll serve him if it kills me I'll serve him if it's the last thing I do because of George that's how my daddy used to say it a charge to keep I have and a God to glorify a never dying soul to save and fit it for the sky oh to serve to serve to serve to serve to serve to serve this present age my calling to fulfill oh oh let it all my powers engage to do my master's will the old saints used to say it like this use me in your service draw me nearer every day I'll be willing to 
to run all the way. Keep serving. Keep serving. Watch God work signs and wonders through you while you keep serving. God have mercy on us. God have mercy on us. We get so big that we think we're too big to serve. When you thought you were a nobody, you'd gladly stoop down and pick up that piece of trash. And now that God is using you, you wait for the janitor to do it. No! Keep serving. Listen, I know, I know, I know. We have bought into it. We've bought into the whole celebrity thing. We've, I, I understand it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But the issue is, if you will remain humble enough to serve even in what you think might be beneath you, then the Bible says, if you humble yourself, the Lord will raise you up. So many of us are miserable trying to make a name for ourselves. When if you just keep your humility and serve, then the Lord will open those doors you've been trying to open and frustrated about them staying closed. If you keep serving. Listen. Jesus God wrapped up in the flesh thought so much of you thought it not robbery to be equal with God that's what the Bible says but he humbled himself becoming obedient even unto death. He took on the form of a servant. If there's nothing else you get, please, God sent me to tell you, don't stop serving. Don't get too big to serve. Don't get too big to serve. Y'all, Come on, singers. All of my life, I've never known him to fail. Won't you recommit today to serving the Lord? Just serve him, serve him right where you are. Come on, tell him all of my life. All of my life, I've never known you to pass. You remain the same. You remain the same. And wonderful is your name. Wonderful is your name. All of my life, I've never known you to pass. You remain the same. Wonderful. Wonderful is your name. You woke me up. You woke me up. 
Started me on my way. You put food on my table. Brought joy to my day. I'm glad. I'm glad your love has done the change. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Wonderful is your change. That's what I want to get to. That's it. Come on, say it. For the rest of my life. You've been so good to me. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll serve you. Here I am reporting for, for duty. Oh, for the rest of my life. I'll serve you. Yeah. For the rest of my life. Come on, say it. I'll serve you. For the rest of my for life. For the rest of my life. Make the commitment today for the rest. For the rest of my life. I'll serve him. I'll serve him. For the rest of, for my, the rest life. of my life. Isn't he worthy? For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. I'll serve him. For, for the rest of my life. Come on, say it again. For the rest of my for life. For the rest of my life. Oh yeah. I'll serve him. For the rest of, my, the rest life. of my life Until the day I die For the rest of my life For the rest of my life I'll serve you For the rest of my for life For the rest of my life Stay right there For the rest of my life For the rest of my life Oh, for the rest of my life For the rest of my life You've been so good Been so good to me For the rest of my life Till my dying day, I'll serve him. For the rest of my life, I'll serve him. I'll serve him for the rest of my life. Oh, you woke me up this morning. You woke me up this morning. Started me on my You woke me up. You woke me up this morning. Me you woke me up this you morning. You woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. You woke me up. You woke me up this morning. That's all that's right. You woke me up. 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 That's enough right there. You woke me up for me to save you all my day. You woke me up. You woke me up. You woke me up. You woke. You woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. Started me on my Put way. Put food on my Put table. Put food on my table. You brought joy to my I'm day. I'm glad. I'm glad. Love that does the change. Oh, yeah. And wonderful. Wonderful. And wonderful. And wonderful. Wonderful is your name. Wonderful is your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did he wake you up this morning? 
Did he start you on your way? Did he put food on your table? Did he put food on your table? He give you joy? Y'all follow me. Did he give you joy? Has he done anything for you? If God has done anything for you, you owe him. You owe him. You owe him to serve him. You owe him to serve him. You owe him. Look at somebody right there in your living room, right where you are, and tell them, pay him what you owe him. You owe him. You owe him to serve him. You owe him your life. And the way you do that, the way you do that, first of all, you got to give him your heart. Give him your life. If you are not sure you're saved, here's what you do. You confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. Present yourself. And then watch him use you for his glory. That's all I got. Keep serving and watch God use you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if you, if you are giving today, there are several ways to do it. First of all, you can do it by Givelify. It's an app on your phone. Tap, give, you're done. You can do it by Givelify. Second way to give is uh, text to give. You can text 937-543-5169 is the text to give number. And then thirdly, the Cash App. The handle is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Or, if you don't want to do any of those, just bring it up here in the church parking lot. The deacons will be here for about the next hour or so. And you can put it right in their glove-covered hands. Until we're together again, remember, keep serving. Keep serving. God be with you until we're together again now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever let all the saints agree together in Jesus name amen God bless you God bless you